Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by... You're not hearing anything because I forgot to switch my audio inputs back from when I interviewed Steve Goody the other day. So let's do that again. Yes. That better? Now I hear it. There we go. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We've got pre-recorded Steve Goody. We do have pre-recorded Steve Goody coming up later in the show, and I I never heard back from John Tobacco. I did invite him on the show this week, uh, so he probably won't be joining us. I did send him the link, so maybe. We'll see. But uh, welcome to episode 630 of the Funny Music Podcast for Thursday, July 14th. The title of this week's episode is A Quaint Fling, and I will put that into the chat so we can refer to it later. Um, yeah. So, this. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. And before we get started, I just want to give a big shout out to Wildcard, who resubscribed on uh, Twitch. Uh, It's 19 months in a row, so thank you, Wildcard. Wait, so you have to re- you have to resubscribe every month? Apparently, yeah. That's dumb. Yes, it is. But <laughs> the word subscribe literally implies that it's a thing that you want to continue to get over and over again. You are subscribing to it. Why would you need to re-up every month? It's, it's possible because he subscribes using uh, Amazon. So maybe just the Amazon stuff you have to redo every month. Okay. <laughs> or because I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> so, what you been up to? Well, uh, I, when we last left me, I was just about to see Thor: Love and Thunder, which I did, and it was awesome, very hilarious, uh, and great action, and and yeah. So, uh, I, much like every other thing, you know, in media, I completely ignore all, you know haters and 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 you know what's it's like everyone is just looking to shoot down everything like they only let certain people be like oh they're cool oh they're cool they're cool now we hate you now we're gonna find a reason to hate you it's like so <laughs> it's like apparently taiko watiti is at the point where it's like you know now we're gonna turn it around and be like we don't like your silly movies it's like you liked it up until two weeks ago. What is your problem? You know, so whatever. Thor: Love and Thunder is awesome. I don't care what anyone says. Some, somebody also, was talking about that on Reddit um, today. Actually, that there, there's people are getting what they're calling superhero fatigue because you know everything kind of peaked around Avengers: Endgame, and people are like, "All right, it's over," and then there's more, and there's more, and there's more, and it's like a, a some segment of the population is kind of done with it. I'm not. I'm still enjoying yeah. the hell out of this. But oh uh, my god, have you seen the uh, uh, the finale of Ms. Marvel? Not yet. No, I think I've oh. seen the first three episodes. Ms. Marvel is so good. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of Ms. Marvel. It. I'm I'm loving it. So um, 
yeah, other than that, let's see, I, <laughs> I went to see uh, at least the first part of another taping of a Night Court episode, which is cool, but then I left to uh, go um, meet up with somebody and, and have dinner. Uh, and then after that, we went to see Minions the Rise of Gru, which was my second time seeing it, so... Uh, and again, it's like, p- people are so, like, shocked that Minions the Rise of Gru did so well. It's like, yeah, maybe because, I don't know, Despicable Me is a really high-quality and hilarious franchise that millions of people love. <laughs> Big shocker! It's like, uh, it's like again, like, the knee-jerk hatred of things that people don't even get. Like, no, it, have you heard about the whole situation called Gentle Minions? No, no. <laughs> So a bunch of I think primarily like younger people, uh, you know, like like you know, Gen Zs and such, have all like they all invented a meme like, hey, let's get dressed up in like our finest tuxedo prom like like elegant attire and all go see Minions: The Rise of Gru. Oh, so you like, were talking about that on the on your podcast. I didn't know what I didn't yeah. know that had a name. Okay. Yeah. So it's a hashtag <laughs> Gentle Minions. <laughs> it's it's a, to the point where theaters have been like turning those groups away and it's like why are you turning them away what are they doing you think they got dressed up in like full-on prom gear to like wreck up the place and ruin their outfits <laughs> i just don't get like ugh. so anyway i wonder if th- there were kid kids on my son's swim team who were talking about going to see minions and i thought that was a little odd for you know late teenage kids to be interested in seeing minions but maybe that's what maybe they did that i'll have to ask darren See, that's the thing. It's like people think that because, you know, like this and the previous one, it's like, oh, minions. It's like, like, it's not like they've taken the Despicable Me humor and, like, toned it down for preschoolers. It's not like you're walking, watching Nick Jr. or something. It's the same humor. They're just concentrating on these characters instead of Gru or whatever. And in this movie, it's even better because you have the minions, you know, the main ones, and then you also have Gru as a kid. He's, like, you know, 11 years old now. It's and it's great. It's it's such a great freaking. It's the fifth movie of an epic franchise, and people are shocked. At like, oh, why do people like this? Because it's funny. Because it's high quality. <laughs> so anyway, um, on Saturday night, I went out and caught uh, Kyle and Lindsay perform at the Corbin Bowl, uh, which is at a venue they performed at once before, and they got invited back again. And it was a lot of fun. It was um, there was another. Um, group there performing. There, were, there was stand-ups and then there were two music groups. One was Kyle. The other one was a duo called Penguitch, as in like P-E-N-G like Penguin and then W-I-C-H like Sandwich. So it's Penguitch. Um, and they really weren't a comedy music act, but they had good music and they were a cool you know duo and everything. So uh, after the show ended, uh, I went and talked to I, I brought up to Kyle, I'm like, do you think they'd want to have me perform in a future show? And He's like, yeah, I think they would. Let me bring you over to talk to them. So I've set it up. Uh, in August, I'm going to be visiting my family during their next show. They do this thing monthly. So it is, let me look, uh, Friday, September 9th is the date I am very likely going to be performing, like a half-hour set at this comedy, you know, stand-up and comedy music show at the Corbin Bowl. So cool. um, nice. I'll update people on that once I have more details and it gets them to be a lot closer. So, so that's interesting. Um... Let's see. Dip, dip, dip. Um, I recorded an episode with Kyle uh, with this uh, uh, podcast called the KRT Podcast, which is general um, pop culture-y type, you know, similar to Escape from Vault Disney type of, you know, stuff, finding weird things in pop culture review. And they reviewed this movie I had never heard of 
called Reanimated, which um, apparently was the precursor to a series that Nickelodeon, not Nickelodeon, uh, Cartoon Network did in the mid-2000s called Out of Jimmy's Head because there was this period of time in the mid-2000s when Cartoon Network was trying to make live-action material for mm-hmm. the network. Yeah. And it was a huge disaster. Yes, it, I remember and, that, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I had never heard of this movie or seen any of this before, so we watched it, and, you know, in, there are some silver lining things that I could say, like, oh, well, I like this and that about it, but overall it's this gigantic train wreck, like, ugh. Um Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> and this was also... Uh, this. During the same couple of days, I watched the uh, movie Man of the House on Disney+, Plus, which is a, uh, a 90s uh, comedy film with Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas because I knew that it was uh, about to be reviewed on Escape from Vault Disney. And, oh, man, this, this Man of the House starring Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas might be, like like, my most hated movie of all time. I hated this movie so much. <laughs> Like, like I like like to the point where like my most hated movie of all time has been the movie called Muriel's Wedding, which is an Australian comedy that came out in sometime in the mid '90s, but it's really obscure, so not everyone has seen it. Um, yeah, I've never heard of that one. And, Although I think yeah, you've mentioned and, it in the past, but yeah. yeah, and and it's like I would have to rewatch Muriel's Wedding in order to decide whether or not I hate Man of the House more than Muriel's Wedding. But it's like, I don't know if I really want to make that effort to have to watch Muriel's Wedding again to make that <laughs> distinction. But it's like, with Man of the House, it's like you have Chevy Chase in the mid-90s when he's still young enough and spry enough to potentially do things and be funny. Because Chevy Chase made a crap ton of hilarious movies, you know, from the mid-80s to the early 90s. So it was just such a, you know... Shocking as hell disappointment to see Chevy Chase just stand there and basically do nothing for 90 minutes. It's like, take any given episode of the of the show Community that he was on, like any half-hour episode of Community, he put more effort into that episode of Community than he did into this entire movie where he was the where he was the leading adult character. So, yeah, anyway. I, I I listened to uh, Tony's podcast about that epi- that about that movie, and that sounds like a it sounds like a movie I have no interest in in watching. Yeah. basically, <laughs> and for and for good reason. So, um, so basically, uh, I kind of typed up or I I, I messaged on Tony on Skype talking about it, and it, I think I want to like record myself saying what I said to him so that he could like put it in a future episode, like even as an outtake or whatever. Like, by the way, here's Luke chiming in with his opinion because it's so rare that I would hate something this much <laughs> that I want to share it with the Escape from Fault Disney fan base. It's like, by the way, <laughs> I hated this movie too. Um, anyway, so yeah, other than that, just been working, um, trying to psych myself up to work on my animatic, which is a whole other uh, kettle of therapy. Um, but, uh, oh, I uh, should mention, well, this is more of a, I'll save that for plugs in the middle of the show. So, anyway, um, what have you been up to, Devo Spice? Well, first of all, did you see the new trailer for the new Beavis and Butthead? Uh, no, I didn't know there was one. Uh, I didn't I mean, either until I was getting ready for this show just a couple hours ago, and I went on on YouTube to see if either of the artists had posted videos for the songs, and I, I downloaded the song for It's Him, It's Him, It's Him, and in my suggested reels was a new trailer posted like five hours before 
for Mike Judge's Beavis and Budhead new series coming to Paramount Plus. And considering what they did with the movie, I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> See, here's here's what I'm here's what I'm curious about. It's like, so I mean, this is kind of spoilers for the movie, but you know, it's not like it's the kind of thing where you knowing this is going to ruin the movie for you. So basically, the movie takes. Teenage Beavis and Butthead from, what was the year, like 1998 or whatever? Yeah, 98. And, th- and through their sci-fi adventure, they are now living in 2022. Right. But they're the same age. Yep. And and in the beginning of the movie, you see Van Dreesen and, and Daria and other characters and stuff. So I assume that it makes me wonder, on the show, are we going to see those characters aged up or whatever? Well, they, like, they show Mr. Van Dreesen in the trailers, and he looks the same. So I'm not sure what they're doing. It's it's possible the this this new series takes place before the movie and they're still in 1998, or it's possible Mr. Van Driesen is a is a uh, lizard person who doesn't age. We'll see, we'll find out. <laughs> so well, cool. In any case, I I want to see it because it's friggin' Beavis and Butthead, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, and I'm really hoping they do music videos commentary because yeah. that was like one of my favorite things ever. It was it was such. It was just as important as the cartoons to me. Was, yeah, was absolutely. their commentary on videos and stuff. In fact, somebody on the Doctor Domino Facebook group had been posting links to various Star Trek themed comedy songs, and he posted "What's Up, Spock," and had some information about me, which I assumed he copied from like Wikipedia or whatever. So I inserted some corrections. Like he said, the song "What's Up, Doc," uh, the original was by Shaquille O'Neal, which is not correct entirely and so i said like oh it's by fushnik it's featuring shaquille o'neal so i went to find the music video and instead i found a clip the clip of using butthead watching <laughs> that video i'm like i'm gonna post this instead because it's so great <laughs> it's like I, yeah they'll get they'll get the picture whatever it's, I, I don't know that i've ever seen that one i'll have to watch <laughs> i have to look that up yeah <laughs> oh man uh, so anyway, what I've actually been up to, um, I've been getting ready for my show tomorrow night. Um, this guy named, who goes by the name Scruff uh, has been booking me on and off over the over the past decade or so, I guess, uh, here in New Jersey, just at at you know local shows that he puts on. And um, I think the last time I I posted, I, I last time I performed at a show he put on was a few years ago when he did a show which he called his Kinchin Hera which was the 15th anniversary of him growing a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was a fun show. Um, and now, so uh, he turned 40 yesterday, so he put together a show for his 40th birthday, and his band is going to be playing, and he, he got me on the, on the show, and a couple other of his friends' bands are going to be performing. Um, so... He he actually requested a whole bunch of songs for my set, in, including "Getting Old Sucks," and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll be happy to you know play that for you." So I rehearsed last night, um, got through everything, and the show's tomorrow night. I'm pretty much gonna have to like you know pack up and leave right after work tomorrow evening. Um, so looking forward to performing again. It's been a, been a few months since I've done a show, um, and the other thing is. Uh, we're having a, a graduation party on Saturday for Connor, who graduated high school, and Jeremy, who graduated middle school, and the house is still a wreck from us working on the kitchen floor. So this is going to be fun because I can't help Jen. I, I've been like I realized yesterday. I'm like I'm going to be of no help to you because you know yesterday l- last night we had a swim meet and then I had to rehearse. 
Um, tonight we had swim practice, and then I got the fump cast. Tomorrow night I have the show. Saturday morning I have another swim meet. I have to take Darren down to Rutgers for a swim meet. And Saturday afternoon is the party. So I'm booked. So I... I <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be fun. People are just going to be stepping over piles of unused tile, I guess. Um, and, you know, but it'll be fine. There'll be food. That's all that matters. It, it'll be fine. Um, stepping over piles of unused tiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's about all I have. So let's get into the music for this week. Uh, just going in order because why not? We're starting it off with a new artist who goes by the name John Tobacco with a song called It's Him, It's Him, It's Him. It's him, it's him, he's out of his mind, he's not making sense, and he makes the dog cry well. It's him, it's him, he won't tell us why, he's keeping us up. And our phone lines are tied Well, it's him, it's him, it's him Yeah, it's him Help me end his ways Lock him in a crater rig on the moon If we don't, our kids will So the interesting thing about this song is when it first came through the Fump, it was posted under the artist's name Gearhead Freaks. And I don't know whether that's his his band or or an alternate ego or or what, but when uh, he went to post the song, um, he said, hey, can you just make it John Tobacco? So I don't know what the story is behind that, but okay. And he has another song pending right now. So maybe mm. we'll get more from him. Uh, I he, was wondering if this if the subject of the song is the character him from Powerpuff Girls. Possibly. Doubt it, <laughs> but possibly. Because uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Do you know the character I'm talking about? No, uh, it's Powerpuff been Girls? too long since I've watched Powerpuff Girls. Okay. There's a character on Powerpuff Girls. Oh, wait, wait. Is that the demon, the devil dude? Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. It's like, it's, he's, he looks like, like a, a, a red kind of. I am the devil kind of devil, but he's wearing a Santa Claus kind of outfit, and, you know, he has, like, lobster claws are his hands. So my as- assumption is that the original name of that character was Satan Claus. Probably, like, yeah. Like, like a plan Santa Claus, he's a bad guy, Satan Claus. And then they, and the Cartoon Network back in, whatever, the 90s or whatever it was, was like, no, B- BS&P won't let you call this character Satan Claus. It's like, all right, we're just going to call that character him. And so now for 30 years, this character is just known as him. 
<laughs> with no alteration to the character design. <laughs> That's my theory. Um, it's a know, good maybe. one. I, I'll. Uh, it's it. I. <laughs> I'd put money on that. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah. you can find John Tobacco at johntobacco.net. So let's do some news. Bartleby Records presents the 35th album of Nutty Crap from Steve Goody. That's right. Top 10 songs that Steve has come up with since his last CD, plus six more, has all your favorites. We gotta make some Russians turn around and leave. So we're keeping Putin a bad night. Go back to the USSR. Holy Moses, there's holes in my clothes. I'm showing so much skin. I'm practically a Kardashian. My neighbor's wiener dog yaps all night long. So to keep from killing him, I wrote him a song. Yo. It's available now at www.stevegoody.com. Coffee cups, slurpee cups, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, mascara, lipstick, eyeliner, cover-up. Glitter, 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 glitter. Um, I was enjoying the song, and then it got to the bridge, which became complicated and loud, and now I don't understand what's going on anymore. The official release date is July 15th, but if you order your copy today, you'll get the download version immediately and the physical disc in three weeks with free shipping. Wow. That's right. Order your copy of Top 10 Songs That Steve Has Come Up With Since His Last CD, plus six more, today at www.stevegoody.com and get the shipping for free. Operators are standing by. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, it's a slow week. All I have is a bit of good news as, as uh, Psycho Sticks music is back on Spotify. Uh, Yay! Word is they had to rebrand themselves as metal. So I, I imagine... What a leap! <laughs> I, I imagine the, uh, uh, the, the comedy uh, drama that's going on behind the scenes at Spotify is still going on, and this is probably going to be an ongoing thing, and I don't know what's going to happen if the Fump CDs get taken down, because I guess we could rebrand them as Pop Rock, but eh, they're compilation CDs with a, you know, there's 20 songs, and usually, and there's usually like 17 different genres on the album, so I don't know. But we'll deal with that when the time comes, if we have to. Could we recategorize them as podcast? <laughs> no, because that's spoken word. <laughs> and they oh, take that okay. down too, I would imagine. A long time ago on my uh on my Wikipedia page, which, you know, I have no control over what's on there, um, like somebody kept listing me as a folk musician. <laughs> and 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 uh, and, and somebody I knew who, you know, did edit, edit Wikipedia kept going in. And I'd say, could somebody remove that, please? And they'd remove it. And then somebody kept putting it back in. And then someone told me, like, well, you have to have all these cited sources in order for, uh, you know, Wikipedia to consider it factual information. So I just went to thegreatluxkey.com and inv- and created a page to put there permanently that said, to the folks that went Wikipedia, I am not a folk musician. <laughs> I am a comedy musician. And then gave them that link. And ever since then, it has stayed. It has stayed that I am not a you know folk musician is not on my description. So it's like, mm, thank you. So <laughs> uh, I wish I did have the ability to edit my own Wikipedia page. Because um, mm. I mean, I'm not going to put anything that isn't true up there. But you know, they, there's just a lot of stuff on there that's like, 
Like somebody listed a whole bunch of those old, you know, fan club, you know, CDRs that I made mm-hmm. as like albums, and it's like, well, that isn't exactly the way I wanted those categorized. So, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, plus it's more legit if other people have done it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's kind of meant to prove that I'm important enough that other people are keeping track of my info and not me micromanaging it. So, anyway. Um, All right. So, anything else before tour dates? Uh, just, you know, kind of related to the overall bubble family that we are, uh, season three of Solar Opposites has, uh, dropped on Hulu all, uh, I forgot how many episodes it is, ten at least, um, uh, and, um, uh, this time around on season three, uh, Lindsay Carosa, uh, aka Lindzilla, she is listed as one of the two art directors of the show, so, yay, nice. Lindsay! congratulations, Woo! Lindsay! So yeah, um, so go check it out. I I binged the entire season in one night because I could, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's great. So so highly recommended. Cool. All right, tour dates on Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee. Steve Goody on Thursdays online. Phil Johnson a roadside attraction. Also on Thursdays online. Steve Goody and Brad Tassel because Thursday night is the comedy music night. That's the official comedy music night. On the 15th in Milpitas, California, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. On the 15th in Old Bridge, New Jersey, Devo Spice. 15th through the 17th in Appleton, Wisconsin, Mikey Mason. The 16th in Los Banos, California, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. The 17th in Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. The 22nd in Lebanon, Tennessee, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. The 22nd in Morristown, New Jersey, Carla Ulbrich. The 23rd in Livermore, California, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. And hasn't even officially been announced yet, but on the 23rd in Queens, New York, Devo Spice. Uh, I've been invited back to Rob Paravonian's... um, show at qed astoria um and yeah so i have no details yet other than it will be on the 23rd i don't know who else is performing that night i don't know what time things start or anything but i will find out i will post it on my website for those of you who are in the queen's area Alrighty, second song this week is a song from Steve Goody's new album, the top ten things, top ten songs that Steve Goody came up with since the last one, plus six more, whatever the hell it's called. That's a great title. Um, this is I'll Hold Your Hair While You Hurl by Steve Goody. Welcome to the Bachelorette Party Capital of the World, Nashville, Tennessee. Home of the Pedal Tavern, ladies. So you're out with the girls. Working up a sweat, pedaling and drinking like good bachelorettes. Wooing and screaming with the penis hat on. But inside you're sad, thinking this is all wrong. Maybe you're not sure about your fiance, you're having jitters and doubts. Maybe he's not so hot. And this is how you work it out. Well, it's simple. It'll come down to eight little words. Will he hold your hair while you hurl? Darling, will he hold your hair when you've had too much? Will he hold your hair while you yak it all up? I don't know a lot, but if you'd be my while you hurl 
Is he the one? How can you be sure? When you've had three too many And the world is a blur You've been mixing tequila With Budweiser And this here pedal tavern Is a damn tilt a world Sure he's got a job And a real big truck Oh he knows how to fish And he knows how to clean a fish But will he whisper Those eight little words Baby I'll hold your hair While you hurl No darling I'll hold your hair When you've had too much You drank it all down Now you yak it all I'm here with Steve Goody, who is looking for things. Yes, I was looking for the record button with ah, you. That's what I yeah. found it. It's it's right. It's like I have no idea where it went. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Right where you left it. Right where I left it. Um. So you posted a song. I did. Tell us all about it. Well, yeah. Normally, a song takes days or weeks or months to to gestate and then and be written, rewritten, and then shoved around and fixed and everything. This one took ten minutes. Ten minutes, huh? Yeah, that long, huh? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes they just fall out because mm-hmm. I live in Nashville, and the Pedal Tavern is such a thing. And Bachelorette it really is the Bachelorette capital of the world. I believe we are number one for Bachelorette parties, which is nothing to be proud of. It's lots, lots of penis hats in 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 there. Oh my god, I haven't been downtown. The only time I've been downtown in the past two years was for protests. Okay, to protest this or protest that, and I will. I won't touch it anymore. It's crazy. It's just, no penis hats at the protests. Fewer. Yes, okay. one of them was for abortion rights. So there might have been a penis hat or two. I just didn't notice. Yeah, I, I think that might help actually if there were penis hats at the protest. Possibly, I felt like a bit of a penis hat, so that's good. <laughs> I don't even know what I mean by that. So yeah, they're loud and obnoxious. And sometimes uh, ladies who are in bachelorette parties earlier in the evening come to the Bluebird Cafe a little later in the evening to enjoy some music. And man, that is a that's a shift for them that some of them can't make. Because from being, from being the loudest they've ever been in their life to being required to be completely silent. <laughs> I can While imagine that on. doesn't go well. It's funny later. It's it's not fun at the time. Yes. So that required a song. So that's what I did. So yes. Um, I, what was the title? Holding back. I'll hold your hair back. I'll hold your hair while you hurl. I'll I hold your hair the, while you hurl. Yes. The alliteration appealed to me as well. I think that's why I went for it in 10 minutes. <laughs> You don't see a lot of alliteration with the letter H. No, because it's not a hard consonant. Yeah. Ironically, that makes it harder. Mm. Which also mm. begins with H. Right, and we're back to penis hats. Penis hats. I- I'm stuck on the penis hats. That's an actual thing. Yeah, 
Okay. I've, well, I've never been to a bachelorette party, so I, w- I wouldn't know. But I haven't either. Uh, but I seem to live in one. <laughs> I, I don't. Do, do they ever like bring the whole bachelorette party to the Bluebird? Like, yeah, penis hats yeah. and all. Yep. Not too often, but it does happen. I see. The other night we had just a bride. She was, and her her wedding's not for about a month, but she was wearing her veil. That's how we knew she was a bride. She wanted ah. the whole. She's engaged. I don't know how long she's been wearing this veil, but it's been for a while, and she will continue to wear it every day until August twentieth or something. So that was exciting. We had fun with her. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. So, so when did you write? Like the the ten minutes it took to put this song together. Like, did you write it while you were at the Bluebird hosting, and you were like, "I need to write a song about that," and just jotted it down on a napkin or something, or? I, boy, I don't remember. I, I'm sure I did it in my phone. That's where I've been writing most lyrics. Unless I'm right in front of my computer at the moment, the phone is where ideas get jotted down. Do you dictate uh, or do you do you type? Some of each. Okay. Uh, and of course, when you, t- when you dictate, then you have to go back through and type everything again because it gets yeah. most of it wrong. But to capture an idea quickly, then the, there's nothing like having the voice. Um, I can't remember exactly. I think I may have been out back while people were singing. And I just jotted down some ideas and then came back out. You know, I go in and out. People sing, then I have to go introduce the next person. Then I come back outside and then they sing. And then when they're done, I, I have a baby monitor. And I listen to the show through the baby monitor. Because <laughs> you and I are still the two COVID paranoid people in the whole world. So I yep. won't stay in there any longer than I have to. Uh, I think it's amusing you're using something as low tech as a baby monitor. When You know, everybody who works there says that's the most genius thing. The Bluebird's been there for 40 years. It has never occurred to anybody because the staff goes out back on their breaks, but they can't tell how long they've been out there or, or if a songwriter who's wrapping up the show has wrapped up the show and they need to get back out. Uh, they have no idea what's going on. And I, I spent 20 bucks at Target and I'm everybody's <laughs> hero. I, you know, I thought of other ways to do it. Obviously, they have a soundboard. and Yeah. Um, you can, could be run out there, but you'd have to run wires and such. And there's not even... Feet outside, it'll, it'll sound better. But I, your baby monitor is a great idea. It's battery powered. I, I, I take it home every time and recharge it. I leave the the baby end of it at, at the Bluebird and it's plugged in so it doesn't need to be recharged. Uh, the, the parent part of it is the part I cart back and forth. Is it just the audio one or do you, or do you use a video one? Just 20 bucks. For 20 bucks, you think I'm getting video? You might. You never know. Those things, it's been a long time since I've used a baby monitor because my kids are older now. So I don't, I don't really know what they go for these days. Oh, so you probably still have one that you're not using. I'm sure I still have one in a bag, in a box somewhere, you know, with my old, you know, Walkmen and and all the old technology I have lying around. They're they're just the right amount of tech, you know. Not they're still off the grid. They can't be, you know. Nothing can be hacked or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's wireless and battery powered, so you can have it anywhere, and it'll last about two hours. That's perfect. That's what I need. yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad that we started talking about penis hats, and now we're talking about baby monitors. Only well, on the Fumpcast, my friend. Only on the Fumpcast. Yeah. Well, one does tend to lead to the other, so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to ask you about this song. I, I dug it. Um, I think we've covered it. Yeah, I think we've covered it too. So you have a new album out. I do. Is this on it? It is. Awesome. Yes. And, uh, it officially comes out on Friday, but I got the copies of it today. Actually, hang on a second. Uh Oh, uh Oh, world premiere cover physical copies. It's quite exciting in case you don't know the title already. There you go. People nice. have told me they really think that's the cleverest title they've ever heard of an it, album. It really is a very, a very good album title. <laughs> it really is. 
I'm surprised it's, nobody's come up with it before. It seems like such a um, oh well, couldn't think of anything. <laughs> it's it's like that that Paul and Storm shirt that they sell that just says shirt on it. And they, you know, they said that that is their like greatest selling piece of merchandise ever. You know, when I was in the duo actual size, we had little buttons printed up with the words actual size in the smallest print we could possibly get. So people have to really <laughs> squint to get it and see what it says. We enjoy that as well. Nice. But that's the past. This is the present. This is what's going on now. So get how your copy. Can- how can people get one of those? Oh, the best way is at stevegoody.com. That number again, stevegoody.com. Uh, or you can come to the Bluebird, where I will be selling them like crazy in the parking lot. Uh, or you can come to Edinburgh, where I will be from August 4th through the 13th doing the Halloween show, but I'll bring some of these. Oh, you bet I will. So that'll be great. Awesome. And I'll be in the Chicago area uh, doing a couple of shows with our friend Patty Vasquez. Uh, at Tata's and at Whiskey Acres, I believe are the two clubs, and maybe another one, I'm not sure. The third week of August, so this, I think it's the 16th and 17th, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe the 18th also. When is the Fringe Festival? It runs the whole month of August. Okay. We're performing the 5th through the 13th. We decided okay. that's enough Halloween for anybody. Nine shows. <laughs> cool. Well, that's going to that's gonna be awesome. I hope so. If, we, if they don't shut it down again. For some reason, they canceled it the past two years. I can't remember why. But something happened, and they yeah. did decide not to do it. Things are weird, you know. So, yeah. right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You Best may of luck with the new album. Thanks. You may go back to panicking about absolutely everything. I I will do that now. Um, I will do the. <laughs> we get to see it. I've only heard about it. I've never actually seen it. That was <laughs> yeah, that's 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 like that's a Kermit flail in real life when there's yes. so much going on. I that, felt that. That's what Kermit, Kermit never really made me feel it. I felt that. <laughs> All right, man. Catch right, you next bye. time. Thank you very much. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Alvarant. 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 Alvarant wrote, The Mikey Mason song Luke Ski was blanking on was Too Fat to Troop about Porkins from Star Wars. And I actually remembered that when I was in line getting my snacks at the at Thor. I'm like, too fat to troop. That's what it was. <laughs> I think John just tried to join us, but he jumped off again. Yes. So I'm I'm not sure what's happening, but uh, yeah. we can give him a minute and see if he wants to come on and talk. Yeah, he was there for just a quaint fling. He was. Uh, where's that damn button? Cubert, hey! hey! kitty. And now, it's, and now it's time for Cubert Talk, where we talk to Cubert. Hi, Cubert. Hi, how you doing? He's a good boy. He likes to wait until about, oh, 5.30 in the morning to decide it's time to play. <laughs> of course he does. And, and when I don't, uh react fast enough that's when where is it things like this start happening yikes yeah <laughs> and let's see that one there just like just like 
They'll start with the headbutts like, but, 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 and then if I don't react because I'm too deep asleep, that's when it becomes chomp. <laughs> oh, chomp. Oh, I got a guy. Oh, I got a guy. Yeah, Bodie likes to oh. wake me up in the morning by just standing on the foot of the bed and staring at me and like, like whining and moaning just soft enough to wake me up. And it's like, mm-hmm. Here, this can be the cover of my next album. Help me! Get him away from me! Ah! Yeah, he looks terrified. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> terrified there, kitty. Cube the terrified kitty. <sighs> so, I, so guess, I guess he's not joining us, but. Okay. Oh, well, well, you know, if, assuming more songs of his end up on the show, he can be on a future show. He can. Yeah. Um, all right. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a joke. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by a new artist. Ooh. And Tuesday's song is by Jeff Whitmire. Yahoo! And I need a playlist topic. Give me a topic. Um. Insecurity. <laughs> wow, you're going to make me work for this, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'll think of something simpler. Um, mm. I mean, I could do cats. I know I've done that in the past, but... Um, let me see, when was the last time I did cats? Or in honor of Solar Opposites, you could do Space Aliens. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Um... All right, so and there is there is one solar opposite song. I don't know if it's on Spotify, but it was a Christmas song uh, called "What the Fuck Is Christmas." Yes, <laughs> that, that Corvo sings. <laughs> Corvo's my favorite character on the show. Yes, yeah, so I, I played that on Manic Mondays. <laughs> um, all right, I'll see if that's on Spotify. All right, so songs about aliens. Um, you did one about Men in Black. What was that called? Yeah. Was that just called Men in Black? Men oh, in Black, Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. That's probably not on Spotify, because you don't have your whole catalog oh, up there yet. Oh, snap, that's right. Um, um, oh, that there's that dude, UFO Phil. Um, he, I'll see if he's on Spotify. I know he's... Aliens Really Stink is his big hit. Uh, let's go to the chat. Uh, Blacksmith says the toys waiting for the aliens. I, I vaguely remember that. Uh, Dead by 28. It came from outer space. Cool. I don't think I've heard that one. But I love Dead by 28. Um, Alright, I know... Let's see. I'm I know Dr. Through. Demento has done aliens in the past, so aliens and UFOs. Let's see what he's played. One Night in Quark's Bar, if that counts. Um, yeah, if it's on if it's on Spotify. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's on the Fump, right? Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at my I... Fump playlist here. So, cuz I know I have I have tons of, you know, pop culture related songs that have to do with characters who are technically aliens, so it takes who I mean, you have like a hundred songs about Doctor Who. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, 
All right, so Dr. Demento did a Outer Space and Aliens um, playlist earlier this year. So let's see what we got. Spock Star. Um. Uh, Alien in My Nose by Trout Fishing in America. That's neat. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Garman said knock you out. Um. So. See, it's like... Oh, it, it, flying it, creatures from outer space. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Butt kickers from outer space. Mean green mother from outer space. You can't drink beer in outer space. Um, See, this here. This gives me kind of like a... Almost a philosophical sci-fi fan question. Martian hop. Like, <laughs> like, take any of the species from Star Wars that aren't quote-unquote human... Do they count as aliens in a universe where Earth does not exist? Yeah, really. And where do the humans come from? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the Little Blue Man. Every time I hear that song, I think of Tony's edit where he bleeped it. <laughs> Dear God, I don't think I ever laughed so hard in my life. She's Kara Zor-El, because, you know, she's Kryptonian. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Alright, that's that's enough. That should be good. Alright. And if, if some of these aren't on Spotify, I will find others. Is that Solar Opposite song on there? I don't know, I'll check. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh John Tobacco is at JohnTobacco.net. Steve Goody is at SteveGoody.com. Uh I'll be performing in the hell's the name of that town? Old Bridge, New Jersey, tomorrow, and uh, Queens next Saturday. And that's it. You got anything to plug? Uh, nope. Just um, you know, <laughs> whatever that date I said was September 9th, I'll be doing a show at the Corbin Bowl here in the Valley. Uh, more details on that when it gets to be much closer. All right. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And John Tobacco was here very, very briefly. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Oh, shit. Piss cakes of a dick. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, for the ding of fuck nuts. <laughs>